got a dream of making it in the NFL. I got a dream of winning the Super Bowl. I got a dream of being in the Pro Bowl. I'm really not into dreams. I'm into nightmares. Nightmares. Let's go. Yeah. Raiding Nation stand up. King of music. We back. We ain't into dreams. We the nightmares. Woo. Oakland Raiders be the squad and we right here. Right here. Mad Max, yeah, that boy having a nice year. Derek still clutch. He been doing it for five years. Yeah. Fruiting got these boys out here killing dreams. Dreams. Jacobs out here trucking dudes and killing teams. Facts, yeah. baby. Doing Ty William things. Sixteen, I was doing Ty William things. Yeah. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? We're bringing you episode number 11 right here, right now. Hope you guys Friday is starting off swell. Hope Sunday is even better. Let's get it. We got we got we got a two and and0 team on our hands. Las Vegas Raiders. How do y'all feel about that? I know I know that must feel good. We're going to start today's podcast off. We're updating the injury report, and then we'll go from there. I was actually coming in to check this out, and was actually surprised a little bit. Because I did not know Henry Ruggs is ruled out for Sunday, everyone. He will not be playing. Um, he's not the only one, but I thought he was trending in the right direction earlier in the week. But as of today, he has been already declared out for this week's game against the New England Patriots. And I actually think that that is monu- monumental because um, it might not show up on the stat sheet. He has yet to get in the end zone. But he has been very important to the early success of the Las Vegas Raiders. So it seems to be as if uh, earlier in the week he practiced in full. He was limited yesterday. He did not participate today, and he was determined to be out. Um, He is not the only one. We'll be without our uh, tackle, Trent Brown, as well. Going into a third week, he didn't participate at all. That calf injury still seems to be bothering him. Um, it's not all bad news. Um, other than, you know, uh, Richie Incognito will be out for at least three weeks with that sore Achilles. It doesn't seem like it'll be take him out for the year, but that Achilles injury has wiped out what ultimately could be a Pro Bowl caliber type guard for the Las Vegas Raiders. So you never want to see that happen. Um, Those are, uh, of course, the linebacker who hasn't played, uh, hasn't participated. uh, I believe he came over from the Green Bay Packers, Nick Kukowski. Yes, he will not be playing this week against the Patriots as well. And um, just hopping up on the list, uh, thumb and an illness to Denzel Good. The guard who played last week, um, I think he played a little bit of tackle and guard last week, and he played extremely well. We do have a really good offensive line, and it is up to debate if it is actually one of the elite ones in the league. You guys let me know what you guys think. Um, Jonathan Abrams with a shoulder. Um, if you guys watched the game, you was able to see that he was all over the place. He had 13 tackles in week one. And he is starting to force his will upon opponents. 
and it is obvious he's trying to do his all and give 100%. Um, with this injury that he had, he practiced full all week. So did. Shout out to Damon Arnett. He has, I believe, a broken thumb. He's playing in a, cl- a, cl- a, a club <laughs> in a cast. So he's clubbing it out there. He's practiced all week, and he's going to give it a go for sure. Um, other than that, um, limited all week was Brian Edwards, Josh Jacobs, and um, Darren Waller. But being the work, the amount of work they've received in the first two weeks, I don't think that'd be alarming. I think they both will play. This was more of a uh, maintenance and workload issue and let their bodies recover. But I don't think we'll have to worry about those two. But we'll keep an eye out on that. We got a couple of days left. Uh, we can go over Monday Night Football, um, Allegiant Field, when the Raiders became one, beat the New Orleans Saints 24-34. to 34. It seemed like um, a lot of things were clicking. Um, they liked their new digs. Um, Darren Waller on Monday Night Football caught 12 passes for 105 yards, which you guys already know. Um, I think that moving forward, then the league is not going to be surprised by anything particularly that the Raiders do moving forward because the last two weeks has pretty much been um, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller's show. I think we, as a team, should diversify that and get more people involved. If one player on the team has 12 catches and the nearest, the next man up has three, uh, I think that moving forward, they did. If it, hey, you don't try to fix what's working. Like, if it's not broken, you leave it the, alone. <laughs> um, the running backs, uh, 27 carries for Joshua Jacobs. If you watch the game against the Saints, um, Jalen Richard, after um, a fumble, came through in a clutch with a touchdown. And Devontae Booker, even though he had minus one yard last week, I'm confident in that running back room for the Las Vegas Raiders with that offensive line, with um, their ability to kind of chew up the clock and grind grind it out with Waller and Jacobs, with Edwards and Hunter Renfro, making plays on third down was key versus the Saints. Um, something that bothered me a little, it seemed like Drew Brees wasn't able to get into a rhythm and he was made uncomfortable, but there was not any um, immediate pressure as far as sacking Drew Brees the whole game. And that's my opinion. If you can make a comfortable, I mean, a quarterback uncomfortable and not set up in his spots, uh, you're going to put yourself in a better position to win. But not producing sacks and playing in high-scoring games, you're asking a lot from your secondary to do. And I think that has to change moving forward and get more pressure in actual sacks. Who was able to, um, Nicholas Morrow was able to grab and come away with an interception. That was pretty key, in my opinion. Um, in the special teams game last week, Jalen Richard took um, a kickoff return, and so did Henry Ruggs. I think, as of for right now, being without Terrell Williams um, on the roster and it's too much like deja vu to me, and it can we can easily end up in a position very similar to last year. Um, defensive play and the the effort is there, 
but we're just not getting a lot of turnovers. We're not getting um, QB hits and sacks. And as the season tends to get further, that's going to be an issue. Um, if the injuries start to pile up, Henry Ruggs was put back to return a kick. And as a, as for right now, I don't think that should be something that he should be doing. In the future, I, I didn't think the Raiders would use him in that aspect and losing Tyrell Williams. I don't think that it is an option, but that's just um, my opinion. Um, you guys can let me know what you think about that. If you're going to use him back there and in the following week he's not playing due to injury, let's just take that out the equation. I don't, I don't like that at all. What the fuck, Richard? But that's just one guy's opinion. Um, we do now have a the back row show, uh, back row Raiders Twitter. You guys agree, disagree? You guys can reach out and at over there. Um, we got a new game. We can't look at two one zero and be happy. Um, the new New England Patriots is our next opponent, and there's a lot of history there. Um, a rule was created between two opponents of the stature coming up against each other over a decade ago. And we ain't forgot. Um, the Raiders might have changed location and address, but that's something that's going to be embedded in Raider Nation to the end of time. And when you bring up the tuck rule, you might have to walk around on thin ice and tiptoe around some people. I'm just saying. I hate it here. I'm Cam Newton. Came up short last week against the Seattle Seahawks. So he's going to be out for blood. And we have not yet faced a quarterback that is as mobile as he is. And Bill Belichick is going to want to um, come away from that game on the winning side for sure after what happened last week. So they're going to be just as feisty as ever. And their effort is going to be through the roof. Um it's going to be interesting to see without the cover buster, Henry Ruggs, available to take the top off the defense, what will happen um, when the Raiders are forced to play in a little bit more of a tighter space or just not have as much opportunity to operate and function and do what they've been doing over the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to this matchup. I hope the Raiders and think the Raiders can come away 3-0. and um, After taking that loss like New England did at Seattle on the last play of the game, um, you got to kick them while they're down and not um, allow the New England Patriots to do New England Patriots thing. Um, you got to act like you've been here before, and, and it has been years since the Raiders have been 2-0. But you got to take that big stick energy, and I said stick, and run with it. You know what to do with that big fat butt. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Other than that, I was we will be having someone joining us soon. We've been um, working out some technical stuff, and we will have a co-host here pretty soon. But they actually came up with... Um, seven focal points they want to talk about, and I'm just going to steal their thunder, and they're called the Raiders winning ways. Um, I've talked about how much I've been looking at or how much I feel about the Raiders' offensive line being one of the elite in the NFL, and I've talked about the need to get more pass rush. I've talked about the needs of forcing more turnovers. 
Um, but if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. Um, in this seven keys to the Raiders winning ways, time of possession is key. The turnover battle is key. Penalty yardage, something we have not talked about. Had a good conversation about this, and if you know the Raiders' history, they have been, for all of, like, it seems my life, and I'm an old man. My man. And the Raiders have led the league in penalty yardage forever. I think I made clear what forever is, because I am serious. Um, And this year, it doesn't seem to be. Is it the new address? Like, does the Raiders come from underneath the black cloud that referees would just throw flags for practically nothing or they would just crap the bed in their own heads and just vomit all over the field with just mistakes? Now, if you looked at last week's game on Monday night, the New Orleans Aints is the ones that came up short in the penalty department. And the Raiders looked extremely disciplined. I would like to say, though, early in that game, Carr had a play. If you was watching in the first quarter, Carr dropped back for a pass. And Darren Waller was wide open. This is before everything just got litty. But Carr just passed the ball and just held on to it. The fall, And that was a second down. The following play, um, he took a coverage sack. Like, the, the Saints defense pretty much did not have any options for him to throw to. And the offensive line for the Raiders stood. It felt like forever, like 10 seconds had went by before um, Carr um, was sacked. It seemed like something clicked past that point where Carr wasn't hesitating to throw to Darren Waller. The previous play on second down, he was streaking down the field, and he just, whatever for whatever reason, did not throw the ball. And the following play, the drive was, drive was over because the defense stood up. So <clears throat> getting them third down conversions and kind of taking the, let's call it seatbelt, if you may, from, from across Mr. Carr's lap so he can just let it loose sometimes. Um, will we have that option in this upcoming week against the Patriots? And they got Stephon Gilmore on one side, and we are without Henry Ruggs. Somebody is going to have to st- stand out other than Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs this week. And let me know if you guys agree with that. Um, so uh, three of the keys that we talked about the Raiders winning ways was time of possession, turnover battle, penalty to yardage, which I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop on that one. Missed tackles is the part number four. X plays, 20-plus yard plays. Um, Darren Waller looked unstoppable, and a lot of people was going to gravitate that to that on the defensive end. It, it just can't be a tunnel vision kind of thing on the offense where it's just not going to work all year. And that's just in my, my opinion. So we have talked about time of possession, turnover battle, penalty yardage, missed tackles, X plays, 20-plus yard plays, third down conversions. Okay, so being that the Raiders aren't producing a lot of pass rush or not getting a lot of sacks or, or turnovers, third down conversions are key on offense. They keep the, keep the clock running. They keep momentum going. They cast a a bright light on the area of like time of possession 
and not um, mistakes. Like coming through in the clutch spots and being dialed in in the parts of the games that it's needed the most. We've seen a couple of times in the game on Monday night where Hunter Renfro made a catch. Jalen Richard made a play. Like, um, there was even a play where Henry Ruggs was called for, I mean, went out and his defender was called for pass interference. He kept a drive going. Um, that's being focused and that's being dialed in. And that has to continue. Special teams, kicking game, and field position. So the return game hasn't produced much, but it has not turned the ball over. Um, I believe... Jalen Rashard had a kickoff return last week for 30 yards. We need more of that. We need to start off drives in a favorable position. Um, just get get an upper advantage and get ahead in the game and score a little more than the other person, and you'll come away with what they call a win. Hello. You know what it is. Raider Nation, there is a divide here. There's a long history. The Raiders have played in Los Angeles and Oakland and Las Vegas. Um, there's some people that are still highly upset that the Raiders are no longer playing in Oakland. Um, if you're a diehard, support your team. There is or has been signs Posted outside of Allegiant Stadium, the the stadium, the Death Star. I think it's what it's being called right now. I like it. I can dig it. If you like it, I, if you like it, I love it. If you dig it, I dug it. Right. Um, but there's billboards outside of the stadium that says Oakland Raiders, five hundred and thirty-three miles that way. There's, there's no place for that either. We can all get along. It is still the Raiders. I felt like I had to get out there and say something like that, but only time will tell. The Raiders are doing good. Those people that feel some kind of way on one end is going to come around, I think, at some point. And if unpopular opinion, and I am speaking this from deep in my my core, in my soul, um, knowing the conditions here in Oakland as far as the stadium and what they have been for a while, who would not want to play in Vegas? And that's no that, and that's not no stab at Oakland. But if you know Oakland, if you know that stadium, um, how old it is, I know it means it has history, it has heritage, um, it has culture, it has memories. But if twice a year there's raw sewage coming out of it, and into the players' locker rooms and whatnot. You just got to be happy for these guys in the stadium and the field. And um, I never thought I'd see an NFL team in Las Vegas. And guess who's there? Raiders! And even uh, speak more about the conditions of what the Raiders have played in for how long? They were the last NFL team that shared a field with a baseball team. And we seen just last week in San Francisco um, at the Niner game. I think they no, they weren't in San Francisco. I think they was in New York um, dealing with conditions. And they had injuries left and right. 
Um, is that the X factor? Is that what matters? Really? Is is that what what changed? Maybe it isn't the address. address. Maybe it is. It has something to do with it. But they're playing in a a locale that is top freaking notch. You got to be happy for that. Right? Oh, what's up, Rocka Jocka? You looking like Bill Romanowski on a Sunday night. I'm trying, my guy. Thank you for coming by the stream. We are recording a live podcast. And I know, I believe you're a Raider fan. If you have any questions, feel free to let us know. I'll ask, answer them live on the podcast. We are, we'll be wrapping it up here shortly. So get your questions in. If you guys um have a good weekend, have fun. We got the Patriots coming up. And for more reasons than just going 3-0, there's a lot of animosity to them boys. And it'll, it'll be a real good feeling to come out this one 3-0 and and not just for the number. We'll catch you on next week. You guys stay swaggy. Stay wavy. And when you guys know what's coming up next. Just win, baby. Now watch me nay nay. Okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. Watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. Okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay.